0: by memories of that terrible movie I was just forced to see. Now my dreams will be haunted by a Dame Judy Dench who has whiskers and a tail. Whoa! hello, everybody, and welcome back to Unwatchable. My name is Chloe Rodriguez, and I am your host, and oh my god, I have so much to talk about today. I was not planning on making this episode, but I have a lot to say about this movie. You guessed it. I'm talking about cats. I know everyone is talking about cats, and that is because once you see it, you can never go back. I'm like yelling at the top of my lungs into the mic right now, so I'm going to back off a little bit. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I saw Cats. I'm sure you guys have heard a lot of people talking about it. Um, This is a truly terrible movie, but it's terrible in a very unique way. Um, If you guys are not familiar with the the concept of Cats, um, Cats the movie is based off of Cats the musical. Um, and Cats the Musical is based off of the Book of Poems by T.S. Eliot. He wrote a book called Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats, and it was turned into a musical by Andrew Lloyd Webber, who is just a megastar in the musical theater world. Uh, some of his notable works include Evita, The Phantom of the Opera, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, Jesus Christ Superstar. He is a, a big, a big frickin' deal. Musical premiered in London in uh, May of 1981, so 38 years ago. It ran in London for 21 years, And it ran on Broadway for 18 years. Um, At the time, it was the longest running show in both London and on Broadway. So this was a a hugely successful show. I know it's very polarizing to a lot of people. People love to shit on cats. Like they love to make fun of it. It's it's an easy musical to make fun of. It's grown men and women dressed up as cats dancing around. There's no real plot. I, I get why people make fun of it. But at the same time, you look at its credentials and you're like, wow, I guess, you know, as silly as it seems, it was really, really successful and super well known. So that's just a brief background on the musical itself. And there haven't been any major motion picture adaptations of this musical or of T.S. Eliot's uh, book of poetry. As far as I know, there is only one uh, Cats movie, aside from this one that just premiered, and it's literally just a recording of the staged play. You know, it was literally filmed as if you're watching the play. There's not uh, a lot of cinematic influence on this movie. There, I mean, there are a few, like, There's a few variances in the angles that they shoot from, but for the most part, like, the stage is exactly what the stage would be if you went to see the musical. The costumes, the effects, everything is theatrical. It's like they literally just recorded the musical being put on, kind of like how they film uh, people's stand-up specials, where just filming that person on stage and maybe there's a few angles that you shoot from but for the most part like you're just letting it sit as a theatrical piece um that's how they filmed that movie and that was not a theatrical release that was just a straight to video recording of the staged show skip ahead to now in 2019 we have a uh very Hollywood film adaptation that just came out on Christmas, Uh, a film that was adapted and directed by Tom Hooper for Universal Pictures, Amblin Entertainment, and Working Title Films, and uh, it has a star-studded cast. So I was not intending to go see this movie. I really had no desire. The trailer looked so strange. It did not look like it was going to be good. I was morally opposed to the idea that they let the practical effects of makeup and costuming really fall by the wayside, Um, so I didn't really plan on giving this film my money. I generally don't like to go see remakes and reboots in the theaters because I really don't like supporting this Hollywood idea that, you know, everyone will just throw their money at something nostalgic. I just didn't want to support them financially, so I really didn't plan on going to the movies to see it. But I changed my mind in part because of the terrible reviews that it's been receiving, and the fact that it is set to lose an incredible amount of money. Um, It is flopping hard. And that made me feel a little bit better about buying a ticket because I thought, look, it's already losing money. It's already flopping. They already know it was a bad idea. So me going to this movie is not going to save them from the brink of, like, financial destruction when it comes to this movie. You know, if it had been doing really well, I might feel like I was contributing to the masses and um, contributing to maybe the idea that this was a good film to make Um, but since it's already doing so poorly i was like "Eh, what's the harm it's already dead in the water another reason i decided to go see it is because of genuine curiosity and the biggest reason was that i was a musical theater kid throughout my entire life from elementary school all the way through junior high and high school I was in musical theater productions. Um I haven't done it since high school and I I genuinely do really miss that and I really miss performing and I've always been into musicals as a whole. And one of the productions that I was in was a production of Cats in the 7th grade. So I have like an extensive knowledge of this musical. I still know every word to every song. I still know... There were there were a few main characters, characters who I had forgotten, but for the most part, I still knew all of them. Like, that was all just still buried in the dark recesses of my mind. Like, all this information about Cats the Musical from when I did it in the seventh grade. So I got together with a group of old friends who had also been in the musical with me we had a little mini reunion we all did a round of shots and we went to see cats the musical and it was one of the craziest theater going experiences of my life i think because now uh, everyone has heard about how bad the movie is and just how like Weird and, like, nightmarish it is. Um, All the other people in the theater were also kind of there to make fun of it, so it was almost like a theatrical experience where everyone in the audience was just, like, yelling out their own commentary and all making jokes, and, like, everyone was just, like, screaming and laughing, and it was, like... (laughs) <laughs> like a Rocky Horror Picture Show <laughs> style experience where we were all just like obviously there to kind of like actively participate. And honestly, that made it so worthwhile and so fun. So even though it was a terrible movie, I like actually really enjoyed my experience as an audience member. Now let's dive into why this film is is so bad, and why it was such a terrible idea to begin with. The first thing I want to start off with is talking a little bit about the plot of the movie. If you guys are going to be upset by spoilers, I-, I guess I should give you a spoiler warning right now. But to be honest, Cats has little to no dialogue, and it also has pretty much little to no plot. Everything is really just based off of musical numbers. So in a way, I guess there's way to spoil... I don't know. It's a, I feel like it's a really hard movie to actually spoil because there's not much to spoil. Um, so I guess if you're super sensitive about spoilers, don't listen. But I honestly wouldn't really worry about it. So something that people really shit on Cats for is um, the idea that there's really no plot in the musical. And in a way, you know, that's true. There's hardly any uh, character arcs. There's not... Any complicated scenes or interactions between other cats. Everything is expressed through musical numbers, but the basic plot is that these are all cats. Uh, they are jellical cats, which I suppose is a hoity toity special kind of cat, whatever. Don't really explain the difference between a regular cat and a jellical cat, but whatever. And there's one very old cat named Old Deuteronomy, and every year Old Deuteronomy selects a cat. To go up to the heavy side layer and be reborn. Uh, it's essentially a play off of the fact that cats are supposed to have nine lives. So you're basically uh, being reborn from into one of those extra lives that you have. And then the entire show of cats is uh, different cats coming up, introducing themselves, talking about who they are, and each kind of uh, giving a reason that they should be reborn and be selected to make that journey up into the heavy side layer. And um, that's really it. That's the entire plot. I think if you're someone who just wants to enjoy the music and can just accept it for what it is and suspend that disbelief, it doesn't really matter that the plot is exceptionally limited. I think you can still enjoy it. And I think that's why the show had such a huge run when it was on Broadway and when it was staged in London. I think people just love the music and they can appreciate it for what it is. However, the film didn't really appreciate it for what it was. The film tried to take the plot and kick it up a notch. It tried to add character arcs, you know, with Mr. Mistopheles kind of gaining self-confidence as a magician. And Victoria, the cat that they decided should be the protagonist, uh, learning how to be a Jellicle cat and then finally being accepted at the end. They really made Macavity a more important character that he is in the musical. You know, they had a whole subplot of him like kidnapping people and drugging other cats. And they just tried to make it more than it was. And I don't necessarily think that's what people signed up for. And I don't necessarily fault them for trying to create a more theatrical plot. However, I don't think that adding more plot to it and trying to kind of create something from nothing really works in this context. I think if you had really wanted to make the plot work, you would have had to add more dialogue, you would have had to add some more backstory for these cats, explain some more plot holes. But then if you did that, you would kind of be taking away from what the magic of Cats is to begin with. And that calls into question why this had to be made into a movie at all. Why was there a need to take something that can stand alone as a piece of musical theater and do very well, and transform that into something that you can package into a movie and sell tickets to? It's hard to really do that with Cats without taking away a lot of the magic and a lot of what made it work. It's really something that's just meant for the musical theater genre. And I think what it all boils down to, and what I think is really the, the thing that destroys this movie, is that the movie is almost disrespectful of musical theater and really does not do a good job of giving its due credit to where Cats originally came from. Now, why do I say that? That's a pretty bold statement to make that this movie completely disrespected musical theater as a whole. Um, But I think I got a lot of really good points to back this theory up. One, of course, being that they tried to add more plot to it and tried to make it more theatrical. That's the least offensive part to me. I think the most atrocious part of this movie, the reason that people are calling it horrifying, the reason that it has so much buzz about it, the reason that right off the bat, everyone knew it was going to be terrible, is the visual style in which it is presented to the audience. Take a moment and Google Cats the movie. Look at how they, they did... Uh, just... Oh my god. Okay. Look at the faces of those cats. They CGI'd everything, everything to the point that it's extremely visually disturbing. It looks like you took an animated character and you just, like, superimposed someone's face on it. Does anybody remember those old Robert Rodriguez films, um, uh, the Spy Kids series, Shark Boy and Lava Girl, where they would, like, do things super low budget and they would take uh the actor's face and basically put it over an animated object and it just looked like really really low budget like does anyone remember um george lopez and spy kids 3d how they like put his face over like an animated robot or something and it was so visually jarring that's that's essentially what cats looked like But uh, honestly, the tone of Spy Kids 3D worked much better for that style. So I don't even think Cats did it as well as fucking the Spy Kids movies that came out in the early 2000s and were made for like five cents each. I'm going to read an excerpt from an article from fastcompany.com. They were reporting about Tom Hooper's use of visual effects in the Cats movie, about how he chose to do everything essentially CGI'd, and uh, he defended his decision by saying that his intention was always to elevate cats from the stage costumes and single location used in the musical and create something more immersive for cinema. He said, What's been really interesting is that about three years ago, I was told that what I wanted to do, sculpt the fur to the actual face, was impossible. Two years ago it was... Well, it's impossible, but it's insanely expensive. And then a year and a half ago, it was, well, it's just about affordable and doable. He said, the speed of the curve of change in this world is dizzying. I encourage you guys to read the rest of the article. I found it on fastcompany.com, and it was written by Casey Ifanyi. Okay, so what does this tell me? First off, it tells me that the visuals were incredibly rushed since they were only told they could do it in the past year and a half. Which I really believe because you guys, believe me when I tell you, that all of these cats were had human hands. I don't know if you've seen some of the pictures like floating around Twitter, but they all have like human hands. Some of them have acrylic nails. Some of them are wearing like rings, like they just stopped at the hands. And then like some of them look like they kind of tried to do something with them, but like it's not uniform at all. Some people are wearing fucking Converse. Like, people are wearing shoes. I don't know if they fucking CGI'd those shoes on or if they just forgot to CGI out someone's shoes. But, like, that makes no sense. Oh, my God. I've also heard that they're, like, rushing out new versions of the film because they were like, oh, well, people are saying that the hands look weird. So now they're trying to fix the hands. It's just like, look, dude, you made your bed. Now lie on it. Like, if you... You rushed the movie, you didn't think about the details, like, just own it. You can't, like, turn it in after the movie's premiered. You can't fix it, like, months later, okay? You done! And I would like to point out that not once in that article do they talk about considering to use practical effects to create the feline look. The jarring thing about this movie is that Because all of the actors are essentially CGI'd, but just with their own human face, you get kind of a cross species where they look too human to be cats and they look too much like cats to be human. And as an audience member, that's just a very jarring kind of aesthetic. I think anyone who has seen the actual musical of Cats would say that one of the most extraordinary things about it is the beautiful sets and the incredible costuming and makeup design. And to completely throw that away and say that you don't need that because you're making a movie in 2019 is incredibly disrespectful to where you're getting this material in the first place. The fact that you wouldn't even consider doing makeup and hair and costuming Because this is a a modern day two thousand nineteen movie, is just arrogant. But I really think that at its heart, that's what made this movie so terrifying. I think the idea that they just threw away all the things that make the musical great and didn't even consider them because it's considered old school. I, I really think that that's that is what worked towards its detriment. It's not even just the character design; it's. The expressions on their faces. It's very hard for them to emote in a human way while also looking like cats. The amount of horny glances (laughs) that goes on between the cats in this movie is so weird. A lot of it is done in shaky cam for some reason. I think if I had to sum up this movie, it would be that every directorial decision made in the film is just incomprehensible. I don't understand why they did 99% of the things they did. There's only one change that I think works, and I'll get to that later. There's a whole scene where Rebel Wilson eats like a whole line of cockroaches, but then that's disturbing because she looks too much like a human to pull it off. Um, During the Busterford Jones musical number, when James Corden is just like eating lobsters whole and like, sticking his head in a fountain of water and you get like an extreme close-up of him like basically lapping up this water like it just all looks really jarring because these are actions that could work if it was like an animated cartoon but since it's like cgi and they look somewhat realistic it just looks so disgusting and disturbing it's a little hard to describe if you haven't seen it But, like, the visuals don't match up with, like, the tone that they were trying to create, almost. It's like an insane hybrid. Like, I talked shit about the Lion King remake uh, in a recent episode. But the thing that I will say is that the Lion King remake had a distinctive idea. It said, let's take Lion King, which we've already seen, very animated and very cartoony, and let's take that and let's do it in a very photorealistic way. Let's make it all super realistic as if these were like the real animals in real life acting this out. And because they committed to that style, people were saying that it looked beautiful, they didn't think it was necessary and a lot of people didn't like it, but I didn't hear anyone say that it looked disturbing. It didn't fit the story that well, and the characters couldn't be as expressive, but it was one uniform idea throughout the entire film. They were saying, we want to be realistic in what we're doing. But this movie, Cats, can't decide if they want to be realistic or if they want to be cartoony. And the hybrid of that is just a complete visual monstrosity. It's, it's crude. It's just... Not good, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I have about 99 million questions as to why they chose to do things the way that they did. One of my favorite things about this movie, and by favorite, I mean the worst thing I've ever seen, is um the ending. You think it's gonna end like 12 times and then it just keeps going, oh my god. For some reason, even though they haven't done this throughout the entirety of the film, In the last like 10 minutes of the film, Dame Judi Dench just looks directly at the camera, right at the audience, and sings like this huge long song without breaking eye contact, which is so uncomfortable, just breaking the fourth wall. And it doesn't make any sense because they haven't broken the fourth wall at any point throughout the, (laughs) like the other hour and 45 minutes of the film or however long it was. So that was weird. There's like random effects that are thrown in for no reason. Like in the first uh, character number, which is uh, Jenny Annie Dots, the Gumby Cat. There's like this random effect where they like turn the frame upside down and then right side up, which like they turn the whole movie upside down for a split second, which doesn't make any sense. They also chose to make the main character um, a cat that is really unimportant in the actual staged musical. Her name is Victoria. She's the white cat um, and she's like the main dancer in the musical. She doesn't really have like a major singing part, but she's a major part in this film. In a way, I kind of get it. I think they were trying to create like a protagonist for the audience to focus on because you know, that's very traditional in cinema. But the musical kind of gives you a built-in principal character, and that's Munkustrap. Strap is, he's kind of like the storytelling narrator throughout most of the staged musical. So you would think that he would be an easy choice to be the main protagonist in this film. I don't really know why they didn't do that, but okay, whatever. So now, let's move in to my last point, which is the cast and the music. Arguably the most important part of this movie. And I think no one would argue when I say that the cast was purely chosen based off of names and not based off of who could sing the role best, first off, and who was the best for the role. There are only two people in this musical movie, who I thought were actually genuinely great choices for their role. The first one, which caught me off guard, being James Corden as his role in uh, Bustopher Jones. Bustopher Jones is kind of like the fat, jolly cat. His whole song is about he, how he like just eats and eats. He just eats everything. But he's also kind of like a gentleman, like cat about town. He's basically just like kind of a pompous, rich cat who eats everything and James Corden was actually a great choice for that role if you see what he looks like he actually like doesn't look completely terrifying as a cat I don't know what it is about his face but it actually like worked well for the CGI he already has like a musical background he sings uh, he's known he sings all the fucking time he's actually British so like that works pretty well I actually did think he was a great choice for that role, which is interesting because I don't usually care that much about James Corden. I'm not, like, a huge fan of him. I was just like, okay, credit where credit is due. He works. Sir Ian McKellen plays Gus, the theater cat. Fun fact, when I was in high school, I played Jelly Loram, and she's kind of the caretaker to Gus, the theater cat, and they completely cut her from this movie! They cut her out of the movie entirely! She sings a main part of the song, Gus the Theater Cat. And in the movie, he just sings it all himself. What the heck? I got completely cut out of the film. But anyway, his performance as Gus the Theater Cat was actually really good. Really moving. He, like, was really taking it seriously. He didn't overact it. I feel like out of everyone in the cast, he performed... As if he was really doing the musical on stage I don't feel like he was acting for the movie he was acting as if he was a theatrical actor performing on stage and so it really really worked he actually made me fall in love with his role as Gus in the movie and I think if I had to rewatch any part of the movie, that would literally be the only thing that I would ever rewatch was his performance. But, oh boy, there are some terrible performances in this movie, and that's because it was based purely off of name, and not off of who would serve it correctly. Oh my god, guys, Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson, oh my god she is awful she cannot sing she cannot sing a note she sounded so bad and I don't really dislike her or like her I don't I've never had strong opinions about rebel Wilson so I don't really have anything for or against her like it was hard to understand what she was saying she wasn't really on tune she didn't characterize as Jenny any dots at all. Like the Gumby Cat is supposed to be like a very like type A, proper, like British woman who runs the kitchen of the household and runs like a tight ship. She's almost supposed to be like a Mrs. Weasley type of character, which you do not get at all from Webble- <laughs> Rebel Wilson's performance. All she does is fucking like fall down a lot. I think that was truly the worst musical number in the entire film. Oh, and they eat cockroaches for no reason, which is, like, disgusting. And then the musical numbers that you look forward to in the actual staged production were either really fucking boring or made absolutely no sense. The Rum Tum Tugger is supposed to be, like this like crazy sexual like rock and roll style cat he's always like a really fun and upbeat musical number and in the movie it was just like so disorienting the way the camera was moving jason derulo like sounded like he was out of breath throughout the whole musical number like i know that it was recorded live but like why did it need to be you guys already faked all the other effects why couldn't you just have recorded it so that at least it sounded good Although I do want to give a shout out to this article on Cinema Blend that says, Cats, Jason Derulo is 125% sure his penis was removed via CGI. <laughs> That's maybe the best thing to come out of this film is how hilarious that story was when it broke, when everyone was just talking about how they cut off his junk in the Cats movie so that it would be like appropriate. The Mungo Jerry and Rumpel teaser song was completely different with like no explanation as to why in the musical mungo jerry and rumple teaser are basically like these twin cats that go around their house and cause all sorts of trouble and the family can never tell which cat was the one causing trouble because there's two of them and they both look really similar and that's like their whole character they're really fun and like the whole musical number is really upbeat and like funny and over the top and they're doing like acrobatics and running around the stage but in the movie it was so slow there was like nothing interesting about it and the entire melody was different for some reason i don't know if it's because the actors who were in it couldn't sing the original I have no idea, but that used to be the, one of the best numbers in the show, and now it sucks. A lot of important cats are cut out of the movie, I noticed. I feel like a big problem in this movie is Taylor Swift, to be honest with you. She sings a song called McCavity in the movie, and uh, in the musical she sings it with someone else. Bombalurina sings it with another cat named Demeter. But no, Taylor Swift is not able to sing with any other people. Everything has to be about her. All eyes on Taylor Swift. So they cut the other cat who's supposed to sing the song with her. She sings it by herself. For some reason, her character is, like, over-the-top sexual. Also, they gave Taylor Swift fake tits in this movie. Is no one else going to say anything about that? They give her cat huge human tits. Not only do actual cats not have tits like that. Taylor Swift doesn't even have tits like that in real life. No offense to Taylor Swift. That's just not what her body looks like. So why did they make her look like that in the film? It makes no sense. At no point while watching the musical Cats should you be like, wow, I can't wait to fuck that cat. And for some reason, that's what they wanted you to do in the movie. So a lot of the music has changed. A lot of the characters are cut. I feel like they really simplified the music. They left out a lot of harmonies, a lot of, like, show-stopping musical notes, and I honestly think a big part of that is because they casted a lot of people who can't actually sing. I mean, look at this cast list. Idris Elba. I'm sorry, he's amazing, but he is not known for being a singer. I don't know if Jason Derulo is really the best choice for musical theater um it's just really not his style and he did not pull it off very well rebel wilson sounded completely terrible she was maybe the worst singer in the entire film i feel like judy dench might be able to sing but they gave her like part that's usually played by a male with like a very deep and like booming voice so I don't know if that was the best choice to necessarily show off her vocal talents. To put it in perspective, the person who originally played her role on Broadway was Ken Page, the man who is responsible for voicing Oogie Boogie in The Nightmare Before Christmas. That tells you just how different uh, she is from the usual people who play the role. I don't think she was necessarily bad in the movie, I just don't think it's like necessarily the right singing part for her because she had to do a lot of speak singing and now let's get to the main event Jennifer Hudson uh Jennifer Hudson plays Grizabella Grizabella is really like the big role in this musical like when you're doing this show in school and someone gets Grizabella you're like wow they got Grisabella, because Grizabella gets the big number she gets to sing the most famous song from the show Cats, Memory. I opened this podcast with a kind of my own parody of that song. If you guys recognized the melody, I'm not surprised because it's one of the most well-known musical theater songs really ever and especially the most famous song from the musical Cats. I'm going to start this off by saying Jennifer Hudson has an undeniably amazing voice. I think she's super talented. I love Jennifer Hudson, I have absolutely nothing against her, and I don't necessarily think that she herself did a bad job. She obviously sounds great, looks terrifying, looks like nightmare fuel, but sounds great. I honestly felt bad for her because while she was singing this song and was just like so over the top and breaking down crying, I thought like, wow. She probably thought that this was going to be a huge moment for her. Like, she thought she was going to be having, like, her Anne Hathaway moment. Like, remember when Anne Hathaway did Les Mis and she, like, broke down crying and her head was shaved and her clothes were tattered and she won, like, a hundred million thousand awards that year for her role in Les Mis? I think Jennifer Hudson thought that this was going to be that moment for her and it just wasn't. This was not the film. Because she was, like, acting her little heart out. And I think it was very over the top. It was extremely over the top and hammy. And just, like, it felt like you were using emotion that wasn't really earned. Like, it was obvious that they wanted the audience to be like, wow, and, like, break down crying. And the whole film... Like, you, you're you not really building up to that in the correct way. Because the rest of the film sucked. You're not really emotionally invested at all when she has that moment. So you can't really give her that same respect. They also shot it extremely, like, close to her. And I think that made some of her, like, larger acting choices almost seem, like, too over the top. Or maybe even a little bit, like, jarring. Or even maybe a little overacted. And I think if they had kept her in maybe a wider shot, that wouldn't be the case. But since they were so close up, it just made it seem like way too much. So I feel like they really kind of stole that moment away from her just in the way they chose to shoot it. I thought Skimbleshanks was actually a really great musical number where everyone sounded really good. It worked well for the character. I even liked um, the one choice that I thought really worked well for this movie that they added in was that they added in a tap dancing number to the Skimbleshanks musical number. And I actually thought that was really good. I also really liked the dance numbers in this movie. I thought the dancing was really good. I liked the Jellicle ball dance. I thought that it was really nice that they still included that because I think a lot of times large musical numbers are the thing that gets cut when uh, movies adapt musicals. And I think it actually looked really beautiful. And it was the one time that the movements were like, subtle enough that you didn't seem completely disoriented I think that was honestly the best part of the movie was the dancing I actually really liked watching that it was the only time watching the movie where I felt like they were actually paying respect to where cats came from and they were actually doing a good job of taking something that is a big part of musical theater and setting it onto the big screen So needless to say, I would never want to watch this movie again. Um, It felt like I was just watching some Animorphs uh, dancing around stage. That's how weird they looked. If I would want to listen to the music, I would obviously just listen to the Broadway cast recording, because they all sound a lot better and have more characterization in their voices. So here are my final thoughts. This movie never should have been made. And I think it's doing really poorly in the box office because people know that it should never have been made. If you don't like the Broadway musical and you think it's a stupid idea to begin with, you're not going to want to spend money to go see it on film. And if you are a fan of the musical, you're just going to feel disrespected by the way that they chose to make this movie. They took a piece of classic musical theater and they stripped it of everything that makes it beloved. The set's Those don't make any sense. There's absolutely no sense of scale. Like, they put on rings as bracelets. You're telling me this cat is so fucking small that it fits a ring on its hand like a full-on bracelet? But then when it's sitting next to, like, a wine glass, that wine glass isn't, like, 12 feet tall to it. It's, like, basically the size of the cat's head. What kind of scaling is that? Instead of even considering practical effects, and costumes, and hair, and makeup, you created some CGI anamorph monsters, and instead of really focusing on the music and what it sounds like, all that did was take away from the characterization of these cats through the musical numbers, and that's the whole point of Cats. There's also a really terrible Taylor Swift song in here that I'm not going to get fully into. Basically, they had Taylor Swift write an original musical number for the movie, and it's so, 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 so awful. I mean, maybe I'm biased because I hate Taylor Swift so much. I think she's like one of the most awful, annoying people ever even putting that bias aside, it's a really terrible song that does not fit in with the rest of the movie. And it's just a really flagrant, obvious cash grab. They obviously just wrote it so that they could try to submit it for best original song at the Academy Awards. It's what every fucking movie does nowadays. They, like, have to try to make one original song so they can try to win the fucking award. And it's never good, okay? Okay. No one has done that successfully and made an actual decent song in a long time, okay? Stop doing that. Stop making songs that are obviously just there to try to win you an Oscar, okay? It's not happening. (sighs) God. Well, clearly I've thrown my tantrum for the day. The point is, this movie doesn't give a shit about musical theater. It doesn't give a shit about Andrew Lloyd Webber. It doesn't care about anything except taking your money. And if you guys want to gather together a group of musical theater nerds and sneak in some whiskey and spike your concession stand Coke with it, like me and my friends did, uh, then you might have an actually really fun time going to see it. But if you actually want to experience Cats, just look it up on YouTube and watch the actual musical theater version of it so that you don't get motion sickness watching this film didn't even touch on like the terrible cat puns and the jokes that didn't land and just like the mishmash of terrible comedy that they tried to put into it because I have nothing to say other than that sucked anyway thank you for listening to this rant you guys I have a really great new year's episode coming out in just a few days all about Pixar and I'm really excited for you guys to hear it Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at unwatchable with Chloe Rodriguez and my personal Instagram account, which is at cuckoo for clo-clo-puffs. I'll have them both listed down below. Subscribe, rate, and write a review if you are so inclined. And I will see you guys next time right here on Unwatchable. And hopefully I will be a lot less negative and I'll scream a lot less. So, sorry. That was the worst movie of 2019. Congratulations, Tom Hooper. Bye.